Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Hutchcroft, photographer, freelancer, and curious question asker. Join me for half an hour each week while I sit down with inspiring photographers and pick their brains about growing their business, authentically connecting to their clients, and being a good human in this changing industry. If you're ready to take your photography hobby to the next level and turn it into an actual business, you're in the right place. If you want to hear real-life advice from professional photographers and start building the future of your dreams, don't go anywhere. Here we go. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Unscripted Podcast for Photographers. Today on the show, we have Kate Emmons, a natural light family photographer based in Oahu. Kate has become known for her expertise in styled family sessions and does a wonderful job of finding the balance between taking charge of her art and authentically telling other people's stories. In this episode, we talk about her client closet, what a client closet even is, her top tips on how to start one, the logistics of having one, how to think about choosing outfits for the location, and how to bring your clients in on your vision. She gives us loads of super valuable information on how you can fall more in love with your photography while skyrocketing your client experience too. Don't forget to stay tuned to the very end for some top tips that'll help you create your own client closet. Let's dive in. Do you want to tell us real quick about how you got your start as a photographer? Okay, so I was living in Alaska at the time my husband was stationed there. And originally I had found a photographer there that I loved her work. I had never really been attracted to photography. I never really cared. It just didn't strike me as something that like, I don't know. It just never mattered to me very much. But when I saw her work, I was like, wow, okay, this I can get behind like this. I love. So I hired her and we ended up just building a friendship up and she's my very best friend. Now at the time I had started an Etsy shop for cake toppers and I was making cake toppers like full, like a lot full time. And what is a cake just, topper? Like a paper. It literally said like they were cut out in cursive letters that said like one, two, three, and then you'd place them on top of the cake for a birthday party. Oh, um, cool. Or like I made wedding ones and stuff like that. So that's what I was doing. Amazing. And I had just gotten so burnt out of it. I was like, no, this is not for me. And so my friend had said, well, what if you get a camera and like, I'll teach you how to use it and you can take like product photos and like stock photos because I had no interest in doing like people photography. I was not in that world at all, but I was like, yeah, you know what? I can get behind this. I have a pretty good, like creative visual eye. So I was like, I can do that. So she helped me pick out my camera, just quickly gave me like a 30 minute, you know, overhaul on what like shooting in manual looked like. And, you know, I, then from there I taught myself and just, I took pictures of products and stock photos and just, you know, whatever. You're such a fast learner, 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, I think some people kind of, once you grasp the concept, it's like, okay, this button is for this function and this is what it does. I think it just kind of clicked with me and then it's just practice from there. Yeah. So I was practicing on my kids, just taking pictures of my kids just for fun as a mom. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I think I could actually get into like people photos and I just went for it. (laughs) And so slowly started just shooting, you know, just friends and then started taking clients. 
so yeah, it kind of was a weird start. Yeah. <laughs> Never saw myself as a photographer at all. And then now I can't see myself as anything else. <laughs> Wow. I feel like there are a lot of photographers that you speak to. They're like, you know, I've always loved photography. I've always known I'm going to be a photographer, but I love that you just kind of saw someone's work that you were really drawn to. And then you're like, kind of took an interest in it. And then it slowly kind of unfolded. It's like, you just kind of followed this little rabbit hole that it led you to where you are now. I know. And I'm constantly thinking how where I would be now if we had never been stationed in Alaska and I had never met her, I probably wouldn't be a photographer. And so I just think it's so interesting how everyone has their own journeys to photography. Yeah. And so was it from Alaska to Hawaii? So you're based in Hawaii now and you're kind of focusing a lot on family photography and a lot of your stuff is really, really beautifully styled and really like kind of focused on the interactions between like you know, family members, what, what were some like transitions or like challenges that you faced, like when you were sort of first starting in the like family photography world? I had a very hard time personally connecting with what I was creating because I was creating for those people, what they wanted. And it was just hard to connect with myself and giving them what they wanted. And so I do think that being able to put myself into their photos Mm. by clothing and with my style, it seems like such a, like a weird thing and a small thing, but it's like, I'm able to actually have a part of me in their family photos, which I think creates it's like a different kind of collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's a bit of like an important component of shooting with families or just with your clients in general is that it is a collaboration. And I think that like when, you know, the scale's too far on either end of like, you know, either like you're just doing what they want you to do or they don't feel like, they're in their photos. Yeah. Like they're in their photos at all. Like it's a kind of a tough, like balance to strike, but I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Your photographs are so beautiful. And like, it really stands out to me, like the way that like the colors fit really well with the landscape and the way that the families are like, how do you get everyone to look so like cohesive in style and, you know? Yeah. I think the majority of photographers have that natural eye for what looks beautiful. If you see photos in your mind ahead of most of the time, I think we kind of visualize what a beautiful photo would look like in this, you know, XYZ setting. And then it's going, okay, in that setting, what type of clothing would photograph well here and what colors would look best. And it's just using your visual eye of not just the people in the photos, but putting it all together. And going, okay, I see that blue looks really great with green and maybe I'll put that in the photo. And I don't know. I think that it's just, it's all about slowing down and taking a step back and going, okay, you know, the next session, how can I improve and how can Mm -hmm. I incorporate what I've learned from what would look best from that one into this one. And you just kind of pick up tips and tricks along the way. I think when I first started 
styling and having like a client closet, I wasn't where I was now. I knew what I liked, but I didn't know how to put it together. I didn't know how the final result would look the best. And then as I got going, I was like, okay, this looks better and that looks better. And yeah. And I think what I'm hearing you say as well is that there's like kind of this process of like, you know, taking the photographs and then coming back and like reflecting on them and just kind of trying to figure out like, what is that next step that can make it look a little bit better? Yeah. Or it's starting with seeing something that you love and, you know, you're shopping online and window shopping and you go, oh my gosh, this dress is beautiful. And then you go, okay, if I put this on a mom, then where would I want to have this photographed? And what other pieces would look really cute with that, like accent that very well. So it's not even all in the process of the session, but also on the outside of planning and looking forward to putting a creative shoot together. Yeah. I feel like that makes a lot of sense, but it's not something that a lot of people think about all that much is like, what are all the steps that are outside of, you know, actually shooting? And yeah, a lot of it is getting inspired by things. It could be as simple as you see a bouquet of flowers and think, oh my gosh, what if I had you know, mom holding this flower, you know, this bouquet of flowers, you know, what could I put with that? And there's inspiration outside of the actual photographing that you can pull into using in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned the client closet before, and like, this is something that's becoming a little bit more popular these days, but for those in our audience who haven't heard about it, what can you tell us a little bit more about what is a client closet, what's involved in creating one, like just kind of a bit of a quick rundown. Yeah. So I had started kind of hearing about them. I would say maybe, maybe like 18 months ago, I started like hearing about it more heavily Yeah, and I was like, this could be good. You know, I could really use this for my clients for sure. And what it is, is you purchase the clothing whatever clothing you like, whatever clothing you think like would photograph well, it could be something that you own personally and think, oh my gosh, I just want someone else to wear this in their photos. Or it could be something that you see on the internet or you walking through Target or whatever. It's anything. And you would purchase that for your clients to be able to use for their sessions. Some people have it for like an entire family session. Like I have women's, men's, children's and babies. And then some people just have it for like say maternity clients and couples. It just kind of depends on what you either budgeted for or what you shoot. Yes. So what's involved in creating one? Like when did you decide that you needed to start one? Was there like a sort of, I don't know, was there a moment where... Yes. You kind of knew that was, was the next step. Yeah. Tell us about yes. the moment. It wasn't like an exact moment, but I think I just kind of hit a breaking point where every photo shoot I wasn't looking forward to because my clients would show up and I would have this idea in mind of like, man, if they were just wearing this, yeah. it would look so much better. And none of them had that vision without me telling them to. And I was just like, okay, how do I like 
make them wear what I want them to wear, (laughs) which is terrible. Like you don't want to obviously like make people be something that they're not, especially for their own family photos. But you also do want a piece of yourself because it's your art, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's so nice to be able to be invested in someone's session because you love the way that they look. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. And I think as well, it's like, it, it's just such a different feeling. So the way I got started was I had had just a few of my own dresses from when I had taken maternity pictures, some stuff that my kids had grown up. Like I literally just kind of had just bits and pieces here and there. And then I took to Amazon and I bought just a couple cute little, you know, peasant type things that I thought would, you know, look cute and just started from there. I just was like, okay, I can't, I'm not going to, there's no way I'm starting off with reclamation dresses and free people dresses. I just don't have the funds. (laughs) So I just started getting little things here and there. And I just started talking about it. I just started talking to my clients, talking to my Instagram followers talking it up, just saying, Hey guys, I think this would like great together. Would you want to wear this for your photos? I pulled in my Instagram stories, even if I wasn't buying it, I was just trying to get my potential clients excited about what they were going to wear for their photos. A lot of it is making them know that it's important. Like it's an important factor. So a lot of it was just talk first. And I feel like, you know, polling, like getting a feel for what your clients want is like super important. And also like, I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying before, where like, it's kind of hard to communicate your vision with them when like, you know, you weren't feeling super inspired. But I also think this kind of comes back to the collaboration thing. Like it's not necessarily about you just saying, this is what I want you to wear. You're sort of putting the feelers out and trying to like, see what resonates with people and trying to see. Some people do want to be told what to wear. There are people that just have no idea. They just say, just tell me what to wear. And that's <laughs> great for me. Yeah. And usually I think those clients always come to the sessions and go, oh, yes, this is perfect. Like I try my best to kind of like in my practice of doing it, I've learned what photographs best on certain people and, you know, skin tones and in the settings. And so I think people do feel good in what they're wearing. And once they see it all together, they go, oh my gosh, yes, like this is it. So there are those people that definitely just want you to do it. But yeah, for the most part, I try to give people options and then let them decide because I do want them to feel their best and I do want them to feel comfortable. I don't want them to be showing up and going, oh, I really don't like the way this looks on me. Yeah. (laughs) So it's definitely a collaboration for the majority of people it is. Yeah. What are some essentials in your client closet? Like, do you get some staples and like build like the wardrobe around them? Like, are there pieces that you're like, I would not be able to let go of this one? Yeah. I love, I mean, off the shoulder dresses just for me and my vibe, that's just it. I will never be able to not have off the shoulder dresses and everybody loves them. Every woman feels like good in them. I can actually see like the confidence in a woman come out when she's wearing an off the shoulder dress for whatever reason. I don't know, but everybody loves it. So those are like my staples for sure. And neutrals. I think you cannot go wrong with like a creamy off white 
off the shoulder dress. And then for kids, it's the same thing. You kind of have to have, I think the key pieces are neutrals. And then from there, you can kind of build in more color based on what your shooting style is. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of speaks as well to like the way that, you know, your client experience can change when you start offering this option. Like it sort of like helps to, yeah, I guess like take the overwhelm out of like you, the back and forth between you and your clients about like what to wear. And then like, just amazing listening to you as well. Just say that like, you can see like the confidence sort of come out, like as soon as you put someone in something that they feel really beautiful in. Like, yeah, I think the pressure of finding something that they're going to like is off and then they don't have to spend the money on it. And that's like every husband or dad comments on how nice it is that I provide the clothes. I mean, it is like almost every single time the dads are saying, this is so nice. And they Mm -hmm. love it because everything's done. Like the moms are like, Oh my gosh, thank you. I didn't have to think about this. It's so relieving to them. Even if it's not maybe the outfit of their dreams or whatever, it's probably going to be 10 times better than something that they picked up at, you know, old Navy anyway. So. Yeah, absolutely. And so do you have a style questionnaire? Like how do you determine what the right style is for families? I do. I have. So when I send out my initial questionnaire for just any client, I have a portion of the questionnaire that does involve styling. So I ask them if they want to be fully styled, which would mean like me just saying here, you know, you're going to wear this. Or if they would like to see my client closet options. And if not, if they are planning on purchasing their own outfits, would they like style guidance? So me just saying, okay, yeah, I think that that would be better than that. Or they would just show me, Hey, we bought these. What do you think? And I would say, yes, no, you know, change this, fix that. And then from there, I asked them what, what colors they like, what they feel their overall aesthetic is like the vibe that they're going for. And then we kind of talk about location and all those things kind of factor into it. So it's not an extensive, like just a singular questionnaire just for styling. It's kind of all encompassing because I do, I do still personally like to have conversations with them to get to know them better. And it helps to show up and not be like a stranger to somebody. So it's not extensive. I do still talk to them quite a bit about it, but it's a good starting point for me. Do you find that people are generally pretty receptive about what your suggestions are? Do you ever like kind of hit any points of kind of friction between you and your clients about maybe your different visions for the shoot? Or is it pretty like they're happy to defer to you most of the time? I think the majority of the time they are. I have, you know, you pick up little bits of resistance here and there about certain pieces that I might like something that wouldn't be more their style versus mine, which is great. You know, I'd rather them just say, no, that's not really us. You know, that doesn't feel like us. So I can go, okay, well, let's pick something else. For the most part, I think most of what I have, the style is pretty similar to what I already shoot. So I think they kind of already have an idea of what it will look like, what the outfits will look like, because it's the same general style. I don't have like, 
you know, jean jackets and, you know, leather jackets. And I don't have that type of stuff. I have more of the whimsical, romantic, like flowy long dresses. And I think, so it's easy to know, okay, I'm going to end up going with that style because that's what she shoots. Yeah. And I think that that is, that's kind of a really good point that you made as well about the style being pretty cohesive across the board. Like, it's like, you can kind of tell like what your vibe is from, you know, the photos that you post and stories that you, so it's like, it's not really, yeah. Everything kind of is connected. Yeah. They wouldn't be shocked to see anything in my client closet. They would go, oh yeah, that looks about right. Yeah. What are some things that you consider when helping your clients like select outfits for the locations you'll be shooting in? So most of it is like, I love long flowy wind, like dresses that are going to catch in the wind for most of my sessions, because we are at the beach, we are running through a field and it's just kind of that romantic type of look. But the other thing would be color. I'm always going to be drawn to very muted colors, but you kind of want to go, okay, if we're going to be in a green field, we're probably going to want to stay further away from maybe mostly greens in the outfit because you want a bit of a contrast or something that complements it. So I would just kind of consider if we're going to get it wet, is it going to be too see-through? If dad's going to be in the water, we need to make sure that he, he has pants that can be rolled up or he's in shorts the little kids make sure that their, you know, outfits can easily be get dirty or get, you know, messed up if it's okay, you know, if that's okay. But yeah, a lot of it is, I think because of the way I've put it together, most of, I try to purchase things that would look great in the places that I'm most typically shoot at. And again, that kind of just comes with practice and just doing it and seeing what you love and what you're, you don't love. Sometimes I'll take pictures of things and I'll go away and go, Oh, you know what? I don't really like to shoot, you know, this color here. And you don't know that really until you do it. And, you know, it's kind of all trial and error. This podcast is brought to you by the unscripted posing app, the one-stop shop photography app for photographers looking to up their posing game, streamline their business and look and feel like a professional. With Unscripted, you'll confidently rock every shoot, capture those emotion-filled images you've been craving and create a fun photo shoot experience for everyone, including you. Join over 200,000 photographers and search Unscripted in your app store now. Yeah. And I feel like you have some photos that are quite like, there's like some that are like a pop of contrast, like the rust sort of like against like a field of green. And then there are also some that kind of like, you know, these like sort of soft blues against like a beach scene. And so it's kind of like, yeah, like, as you said, it's, there's a lot of experimenting with what works and there's no one particular rule. It doesn't always have to be contrast. It doesn't always have to be, you know, analogous or kind of blended, but there is like an art to both, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's really, Honestly, I've had sessions where she'll wear a dress or the, you know, the daughter will wear a dress or something. And I'll go, oh, I don't like that in this lighting, but like 20 minutes later, I will like it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, I mean, honestly, it really is so much of just trial and error. And, you know, sometimes there's going to be things that it just go, 
oh, I just really did not like how that came together. And that's yeah. okay. You know, and not everything is going to be like the perfect styled shoot. I have no practice with fashion. I am, I have no knowledge. I've never been to school for it, but I just know that as I practice and as I keep going, I learn what I like. And I think yeah. that's really all you can do is just trust yourself and trust your creative eye that you know what works best for you and try to guide your clients to understand that you have that in mind. You want them to look their best. That's the goal. Yeah. So, and it's a common goal. <laughs> it's like- yes. It's a common goal. So, I mean, it's not about telling them, Hey, wear this color. Cause this will look best on you. And this will look best here. It's about saying, I want you to look your best. Let's figure that out together. Yeah. I'd love that. I think that's really important. I wonder though about like, is it more or less work having a client closet? Because now you have to like, think about like, where you're going to keep all of the clothes? Like, do the clothes ever get destroyed? Like, what's the logistics of like, do you arrive on location with like all the different outfits? Like, how does this kind of work logistically? I'm really curious about that part of it. Okay. To answer your question, it is a lot more work, but there's a way, there's a better payoff. So it's worth it. It's worth the extra work. That's why you would charge more because you are putting in a lot more work. There's a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. People that haven't done a client closet with me, like experience would not understand that there's a lot of back and forth. Usually I'm sending people like pictures of outfits initially and saying, you know, what do you think about this? And then they go, oh, can I see something else? And so there's like, sometimes there's multiple photos being sent. Or people will actually come to my house to try clothes on. That's an option for people as well. So there's like that behind the scenes stuff. And then if people come to my house, depending on the timeline, sometimes they'll take it, the outfits with them to change before they come to the session. But most of the time I steam everything and get everything ready and bring it with me and they change on location. Wow. Yeah. It is a lot of work, but it's so worth it once you see it all together. I mean, honestly, there's really, there's not a better feeling than when you see a shoot come together, like visually, like it's so nice. It's definitely worth it for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think that like in the long run, that would pay off. And as long as you're sort of building that into your cost and you feel like compensated for the extra work that you're doing. And then, I mean, it's like the quality that people receive is better. Like your portfolio is better. Like you enjoy it more. Like I am hearing that like in the long run, the work is well worth it. It's very worth it. Yeah. I feel like I've just kind of always been a bit like curious about like, where do all the clothes go? Like, how does it you know, sort of get from like point A to point B. And that's so generous of you that you would just like let people come over to your house and try on the clothes. But it's also another point of like getting to know them a little bit better before the shoot, you know? Yes, for sure. It's, I love it. I mean, it gives me honestly unended time to just chat and not even just that, but you can learn a lot about what someone likes about their body and what someone likes about their face and what someone like what things people like about themselves that you're going to be photographing them. So you kind of need, it's nice to have that extra bit of knowledge about them. That's such a good point. Usually not something you would ask someone 
like in a questionnaire, what's the best angle that you like, or like what, you know, what don't you like about your body, but you can learn those things when you have a conversation or you're just honestly observing them put on a dress and then they go, they, you know, they turn a certain way and they look at themselves in the mirror a certain way, or they say, oh, well, I don't really like my arms. So, and they will bring up those things. And that makes you kind of a little bit more knowledgeable about, okay, well, what am I going to focus on when I photograph them? Like, how am I going to show them the best version of themselves based on the information that they gave me? Yeah. And yeah, it is amazing to have that opportunity to like interact with them a little bit more. And like, they are sharing this kind of vulnerable part of themselves, but they don't have to do it while they're in front of a camera already feeling really vulnerable. And you kind of just get to have that information. And yeah, Yeah. I think they get to break down a wall when they kind of go, I'm coming into someone's home. That's kind of a big deal to go to someone's house the first time you meet them and, you know, change at their home. So it it does break down a kind of a wall and create kind of a different, deeper connection that people probably don't think about that. And they probably aren't thinking that, but I am aware of the people that come to my house and are quite a bit more comfortable with me the day that I show up for the shoot in just a completely different way. Yeah. That's huge. On your Instagram, you mentioned that like you do your best to have inclusive sizes for everyone. And then like, there's one, like, I think it was like a story that you posted at one point that you said, like you choose clothes for who they fit, not how they fit. What do you mean by this? I just think that there's so many different body shapes that when I'm thinking about an outfit, I go, how would this fit this body shape? And what I found the majority of women like things to fit all the exact same way. doesn't matter their body size. They like certain things. And I try to go, okay, this outfit would fit X, Y, and Z person because it would fit hips. It would fit a bigger chest, a bigger, you know, it would cover these arms. And I try to think about bodies and how they fit the body versus this type of person would fit this dress. Yeah. Um, Because there's, I mean, I don't think I have anything in my client closet that is fitted because of that reason. I want someone that you know, is a size extra large to come and go, Oh, this size medium totally fits me. I'm like, yeah, it's because the dress is just the dress and it's made to fit you because of the extra room in it. And that looks great on everybody. You know, the flowiness, which is so nice having something that's like a size medium that could fit an extra small or an extra large. And And there are lots of places that have you know, the drawstrings and things where they would fit down and up. And that's kind of what I go for is how they fit bodies and how they would look on a body versus what type of person would fit into it. Yeah. Okay. I understand. And I think that shooting, like, I think that the way that things look in camera, it can also be a little bit different to the way that things look Yes. Off camera. And so totally. there's just like all these layers of considerations, kind of knowing yes. like how it's going to move and how the light's going to filter through it or how the wind's yes. going to pick it up and how that's going to look in frame versus how it looks when you're just standing still in front of a mirror. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than just standing in front of a mirror in something that you're like, 
not sure about. And you're like, oh, and I just have to remind them, like, just remember (laughs) it's, you're not going to be standing still, like almost at all, because I do a lot of movement and the wind is moving and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there's so much like to consider, but a lot of it, I think is just keeping in mind that there is more than just one body type that you're going to be dressing and just considering that. I try to have like a lot of different sizes, but also just stick with a good, like universal fit. Yeah. Um, That's that's really really more of like the right wording for it. Yeah, absolutely. I spoke to you just before we started recording and you said that you do mentorships for teaching people about how to start their own client closets. Would you be able to share some just like sort of takeaway tips for creating one if you've never done one before like you just said before that you think that opting for universal fits is a really sort of amazing thing to consider when curating your closet do you have any other sort of tips for beginners that aren't quite sure about where to start yes first things first is to figure out what are your absolute don'ts like what are you like i don't like photographing this so if you don't like photographing the color red, then you're obviously never going to look at something red and like, just don't even do it because the whole point of having a client closet is being able to create this cohesive look for all of your clients. Doesn't mean that you can't, you know, venture out into different colors, but you don't want to put something in there that doesn't feel like, I would say like part of your brand. So figure out what you absolutely are like your nose and just completely just stay away from all that. Find just an initial budget and don't go crazy in the beginning because you want to make sure that this is going to be well-received before you just go for it. Certain areas are probably going to be a lot more susceptible to liking a client closet. Mm -hmm. For me, I live somewhere where there's a lot of tourists. So it's great because people don't want to bring extra clothes with them on vacation. So having a client closet is super beneficial for me here, but there may be places like, I don't know. I mean, I used to live in Savannah and I can't imagine that like my style would have gone over very well there. It's just a completely different world. So you kind of just have to like know your audience and know your what works for you. So don't go like crazy in the beginning. Start off small with just like some inexpensive options. Are there any shops that you really like to sort of like? My my all-time favorite place to shop is free people for women's dresses. There's just, just the flowiness and the style is just my absolute go-to, but there's, there's a bunch of other places. I know there's one joyfully Baltic born. There's a lot of like, they're just purely dresses. Those for women's, those are like kind of my go-to and then for men and kids, Zara and H and M. You just, those are just, they're just easy. Everything's kind of there. I don't particularly care for the women's section at either of those places, but you can't go wrong with their men and children's. I would say those are my top that's where I'm pretty much always looking. Yeah. I feel like I would have such a hard time shopping for men. Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. with, with women's stuff, I would just kind of get things that I like to wear. And then just a couple Honestly, of like. Honestly, I will be completely honest. Most of my focus is on like 
the women and the children. And then I'm like, oh yeah. And this guy can wear this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, he doesn't honestly, for the most part, unless the wife is like, you know, he's really picky. He doesn't really care. So I'll just kind of pick something. I have pretty basic, like neutral tops for men, nothing crazy. So that's kind of just how I stick. I don't have very many bottom options because dressing men in bottoms is there's a lot more involved with length and width and all that kind of stuff. So I don't have very many options for bottoms for men, but I just kind of keep, you know, some just neutral top options for For sure. And I think most guys would just have a pair of chinos or a pair of jeans or, you know, something that they can just throw on. Yes. We're nearing the end here, but I was just wondering if there's anything that you would like to talk about that we haven't yet discussed. I just think that nailing home that this is just a way for you to be able to have a piece of yourself in your business. I mean, I think if you want longevity and you want to not get burnt out, you have to have bits and pieces of yourself throughout your business, your art, your vision, your creativity. And this is just being able to style your clients is it's a great way to do that. And it's something that everyone benefits from. And it does take a little bit of time and kind of sometimes it's a little bit of convincing to get your, you know, your following your potential clients to go, okay, yes, I can trust that she knows what she's talking about. And if she puts me in, you know, these clothes, it will look great, but it's really worth the time and the effort (laughs) to even just talk about it more. I know it's kind of awkward almost to be like, oh, I'm going to tell people what they should wear. And it's kind of like an art to be able to say, to say it correctly in a way that's not like you guys don't know what you're doing. And I do, (laughs) but it's, it is finding that like way of saying, okay, guys, this would look amazing. And I would love to see someone photographed in this and getting their feedback and getting them excited about wearing something beautiful. And that's to your taste. Yeah. Um, I think they can wear, there's a lot of people that show up to my sessions. They don't wear what, you know, my client closet, or I haven't done any type of style guidance and what they wear is fine. It's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not going like, Oh, I hate these outfits. I mean, there's times when that does happen, but the majority (laughs) of the time, most people show up and they look, they look good. It's just the ones that you have put your creativity into with the outfits are usually the ones that you connect with more. And that is something that maybe clients don't understand about outfits. You want your photographer to be like as excited about your photos as you are, because then they get shared more. Usually you're going to get your pictures back quicker because they're going to go home and they're going to go, Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see these pictures. And so (laughs) nailing home that like it, makes a big difference for everybody involved to work on styling. It's like, I think that's the game changer. Absolutely. And I think what a lot of photographers might be sort of nervous about in the beginning is that they don't want to sort of be bossy or sort of like impart their style on people if people aren't, you know, ready for it. But I think that the point that you raised before about how you have such a cohesive style. And so your clients choose you for that. And there's already this sort of baseline of trust. 
that like for you to then step in and get them excited about specific outfits. It actually is like a natural progression from, you know, them approaching you. And also the fact that you're like, you know, very vocal about your client closet on your Instagram, like people kind of like know that this option is, you know, a part of your offering. And I think that that's, I don't know, it's it's not like you kind of have come out of left field and right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think the number one question that I get from like people that would do a mentorship with me is how do I even start talking to my clients about this? And what I tell them is to just incorporate it into your conversation about your session planning. So if you talk about locations, if you let them pick, that's how I started. I would just say, okay. And as soon as they booked, I would then say, and as soon as we're ready, probably, you know, give them a timeline four weeks out, we will discuss outfits and location and all the fun details of it. And so you're already putting that seed in their mind of, okay, let's, we're going to be talking about outfits. So I need to think about what I'm wearing yeah. and, and it kind of like gets your clients to know that what they wear matters and that it's important to you and that you want to discuss it. And that's just a kind of an easy way to just be like, Hey, we're going to talk about outfits. Like outfits are going to matter. So just be thinking about it. And then when you do come back to discuss those details of the session, like, Hey, so did you guys come up with outfits or would you like some help? Or can I help you pick out some colors or, you know, guide you on where to shop or anything? You don't even have to start with a client closet. You can just say, Oh my gosh, I was, I saw this beautiful dress. Do you think that you would, you know, like to purchase that for your, for your session? It's just simple things that aren't necessarily like overbearing, but mm-hmm. going to give them, you know, the mindset of, okay, let's mm-hmm. think about outfits. Yeah, absolutely. And it is just kind of like a thoughtful, nice thing that you can do to let your clients yes. know that you're thinking about them in the lead up to their session and you're addressing all of their, you know, potential sort of questions or insecurities in the lead up to their family shoot. And I think that's just like a nice way to sort of show that you care. I'm really interested to hear a little bit more about your mentorship. How can people sort of get a hold of you? Do you have any coming up? Is there anything that, yeah, we can expect? I do local mentorships with like a styled shoot mentorship. So I would style the clients. I usually get the opinion of my mentee on what they think about outfits so that you know, their style is incorporated into the photos as well. So I do those local, but I also do Zoom mentorships and there we can either do a client closet mentorship. If you want to get started on starting one for your business, I do those. And then I do overall just Zoom mentorships with editing and shooting my shooting style, settings, all that kind of stuff, whether you're just kind of getting started into photography or you just want some more tips on how I do things. I do both of those and you can contact me through my Instagram. I have all that information on my Instagram. Amazing. I will link to your Instagram in the show notes, but for people who want to look it up immediately, it's just Kate Lorraine Photography and Lorraine is L-A-R-A-I-N-E. So then you have a bunch of links and things and stuff up there. So people can have a look at your client closet and sort of get to really dive into the way that like your styling has made such a difference in your photographs. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for spending the time talking to us today. Thank you. Really 
yeah, it was awesome. Really appreciate having you on board. So for those who missed it, starting a client closet doesn't have to be difficult or expensive. Here are three takeaways that can help you start your client closet journey today. One, start small. Grab some nice staple pieces or find some good thrift store gems or upcycle things from your own wardrobe. It doesn't have to be hard. Two, know your absolute don'ts, meaning isolate the things that you really know you don't like shooting and make sure not to include those things in your client closet. Three, keep your audience in mind. You'll have your own style and that's amazing, but remember that this is a collaboration. Style your closet with your client base in mind. What do you think they'll enjoy wearing based on where you are and what the style is there? If you're not sure, just hop on Insta and start putting the feelers out. Ask people what they like to wear and then find the places where their preferences overlap with yours. With these tips in mind, we're sure you'll have every confidence to start your own client closet whenever you feel ready to. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. This podcast was created on the unceded land of the Bundjalung people, and we pay our respects to elders past, emerging, and present.